0: at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. The pitch. A goalie swings and hits a high drive to deep left field. That ball is way back and that ball is history.
1: Adoles Garcia clears him off with a grand slam, as Adolis
0: has broken this ball game wide open. It's nine to two. A second of goal to go from the left hash one. Andrews over the football to snap it back. Jones so has it. Looks to his right. Throws it to the right. Got it! Touchdown! He's got it. Patriots out of the eye. They need the touchdown. Hunt and Harris. Walker gives to Kareem Hunt. Pushing, pushing. Touchdown. Gareem Hunt got it across the goal line to win the game for Atlanta. Snap, spot, kick from Ku is away and it is good. Fly home safely, Atlanta. 16-13 is the final in Tampa.
2: May standing in the pocket. Hit as he throws
0: and it is picked off. Did he get it? it is yes. Up. Yes.
2: James Jackson! James Jackson! James Jackson! Holy Wahoo! The first top 10 road win in program history! And they have burned everything Carolina built right down to the ashes. Now man in motion from left to right. Snap to Borgay. Borgay looking to throw. St. check the and up!
0: The snap is back. The kick is away. It is up and it is Good. It's good. It's good And the Utes have beat the Trojans at the Coliseum On fourth down from the 12 Plumlee back looks 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 throws to the end zone Baker Jay Vaughn
1: Baker 12 yards on fourth and 10 and a chance to tie with a two
2: to the left two tight ends right in motion Townsend in the backfield Plumley swings it out to him Townsend caught at the 10 he's got a ways to go he's not gonna get there
0: Dolby wraps him up it's no good
2: hour two T-Row in the morning show Monday October 23 Sooners dodge a bullet Saturday afternoon in Norman they are 7-0 back-to-back road games now on the horizon as we head to the land of the birds this saturday you're not going to believe this tj but according to my sources we have yet another 11 a.m kickoff this week oh that can't be right that's what i'm told i'll double check it 11 a.m that means seven o'clock is when we'll start pre-game coverage from the press box there in low rants and then bedlam the week after that we are uh, well we should get a bedlam game time today
1: right I feel uh, like this is a seven-day hold game. They haven't used probably. them uh, this year yet, so they it's about that time of year. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right.
2: Surely, I don't think Bedlam's going to be at 11. I'm predicting it will not be at 11. We shall see. Well, let's talk about it, Teej. uh 31-29. I was there. You were not on Saturday. What should we think about this football game?
1: Well, last year, I don't know that you win this football game. Um, We've said that a few times. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think it was a weird game. I thought from the very beginning, just some of the stuff they were trying to do offensively, I thought got them out of rhythm and then just never got on track the whole day. And it it felt like they were doing more on offense than they probably really were when you go back and look at it and you kind of look at the numbers and you're like it seemed seemed like they were putting up huge plays like every other play like it seemed like Harvey you're was talking running. about UCF yes well UCF yeah. it seemed like Harvey was running for like big plays every time but he really only had like one or two big runs he had that 54 yarder and I think he had one more that went for a little bit but other than that his he didn't do much after that, but it just seemed like every time he touched the ball, he was doing something throughout the day, or their receivers were with, you know, the Baker touchdown, or, or but really it was just big plays here and there, but it just felt like it was all day long that they were coming up with things to uh, figure out how to keep moving the ball, and some of that was penalties and stupid mistakes and unsportsmanlike conducts, and so... I don't know if it was as ugly as what I thought watching it, but it was just one of those games where you were just out of rhythm, it seemed like, throughout the day, and didn't tackle as well on the defensive side at certain times the way you had early in the year. Um, Struggled to run the ball at times, So, but you get the win and you, you move on is kind of how you have to look at that.
2: What? What uh what's what are we going to deal with here the next couple of days are are people going to be angry do pe- you had a pretty good attitude right there uh got the win still 7 and 0 yeah let's uh let's move on just be thankful for it or are we do people need to be fired and kicked off the team I don't I don't think stuff?
1: they need to be fired uh I do think there will be questions over uh Zach Smith moving forward which we talked a lot about on Friday and I uh, basically Put that at your feet. I think that was your fault. He heard yep, the segment. I wear that one. Um, yep. Then missed a couple of field goals. Um, I saw some people still complaining about Dylan, and I don't think that's ever going to change. I, I think there are some people that have dug in about Dylan Gabriel, and regardless of the Texas game or how many great things he may do throughout a throughout a season, they're just not. They don't want him in there, and they just want the change there. They want Jackson Arnold, and he's the uh, guy that's going to lead them to the championship. Dylan never could. But I think for the most part, most of the fan base will, will look at it and say, "With well, these one-score games last year, we weren't winning them. They made plays to win that game on Saturday. They had the stop on the two-point conversion, which was huge, and they figured out a way to win that game. So I think most will say, ugly, correct some things, move on. But I think probably uh, kicker is the uh, situation that you'll hear complained about probably the most. and whether they're going to make a change there. And it sounds like from what Brent said after the game, that's not going to be the case, that he's not even thinking about it. So,
2: Well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, you mentioned big plays. It was a really interesting game in that regard because it felt like every play UCF ran mm-hmm. was either a tackle for loss or a 50-yard play. Right, <laughs> right. They had 13 tackles for loss on Saturday. Oh, you did. 13. They had 10 against Texas. They were – how many times did they hand it off and Jaron Kanick or Danny Stutzman or Isaiah Coe or somebody was like, right there. Boom, right there. There was time. Kanik was there and he, he was waiting to see. He, like, had one arm around the running back and one arm around the quarterback. Like, they were in the mesh point. And he's like, which one of you is going to keep the football so I know which one of you to tackle? He was there before the mesh point, and then, you know, then there would be the fifty-some yard run or the eighty-six yard pass or you know whatever the case may be. So, weird day defensively. Uh, but a busted coverage on the long play we haven't seen that very often this year. Um, so that was a a little bit disheartening. Brent afterwards was obviously upset about that but he also said on the the show that aired last night he was like we haven't been doing that this year so it, it didn't sound like he was like this is not a habitual problem i don't understand why woody washington did what he did i don't understand why in a man coverage he left his wide receiver but he won't next time you know so but that was an odd day um It is amazing how many times we were talking about this late in the game and in the postgame. In the last several years, a game at Owen Field has come down to the opponent needing a two-point conversion. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they've got one of them. Have they? TCU, they knocked it down. Uh, Iowa State State. had, oh, what's his name, open in the end zone and threw it to somebody else. Oklahoma State they knocked it down, and then Saturday, yeah, that that they ran a trip play, and Oklahoma defended it as well as you could, and Brent said afterwards, they spent uh, several days in practice this week working on two point plays um and he said we we played that as well as you could possibly play a play and uh so. I can't remember one that an opponent has picked up in a big moment. Somebody out there probably will. I don't will. think they
1: have. I don't think they have. And, yeah, it was covered perfectly because he was going to throw that and mm-hmm. froze. It. And, like, it was like, oh, crud, what do I do? And then he just got popped. So, uh, Kendall Dolby's having a nice year.
0: We don't is. talk about yeah. him a lot.
2: What were, the, what were the Dylan Gabriel complaints? Help me with that.
1: Oh, uh, you know, just the same stuff. He can't hit the broadside of a barn. He's terrible. It, there were, and that wasn't a lot. It just popped up on my timeline. Some on I'm Twitter. Trying to think so, of what
2: those was would be on Saturday
1: specifically. Um, I don't remember specifically. Hmm. I'm trying to think just, of it. there was one that just stood when he out walks me, on the obviously. field. There I, I, yeah, that's that what I'm matter. saying. I don't think it matters what he did, and I didn't think he played. All that terrible of a game. He didn't no utilize no picks, right? He threw one, the one pick, but it was uh, deflected, wasn't it?
2: I don't think he threw it. Uh, we had one turnover. Yeah, we did have one turnover. What was our turnover?
0: I thought he uh, threw an interception.
2: Yeah, I think he did. I'm just trying to remember it. Yeah, Quadric Bullard picked off. Oh, he yeah, the one handed. Yeah, the, the one that got batted in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught yeah, it with yeah. one yeah. hand. Opening drive,
1: second half. Yes. Yes, that's, that's right. The yeah. only turnover of the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that they were complaining about something he did in that game necessarily. They just complain about him. Yeah. So, yeah. and it wasn't a lot. It was just popping up. How about every the now blow and in the? How about the blow and the kiss? Um. Uh, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, somebody just go run off the sideline and light him up. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I was wanting. <laughs> that was that. You,
2: one? I, I you know I don't know if that's a good rule or not. Um. I did think it was funny because Teddy and Gabe were talking about it on the broadcast. We all were talking about it. That, uh, you know, that's supposed to be a penalty, and you take the touchdown off the board. It happened to Ryan Broyles several years ago. Remember that when he was – Oh, that's right. I was on the sidelines for that game in Lubbock, and he has a breakaway for a touchdown. We were wearing those cool throwback unis that day and got beat bad. And uh, when I say we, you know, I consider myself a part of the football team, TJ. And Broyles is, like, looking back at the defensive backs chasing him, giving him the business. And uh, he got flagged, and they took the touchdown off the board. And I don't know if I've ever seen Bob Stoops matter in my life than at poor Ryan Broyles that day, who is the farthest thing from a hothead that we've ever had in an OU uniform. But anyway, the rule is that if you do it in the field of play, they bring the ball back to where you did it at. And some guy got after Teddy and Gabe on – Twitter Saturday for not knowing the rules about how the penalty is a post possession regardless of where it happens and how do you guys not know the rules? You're on a broadcast and this is why I don't listen to you guys and all that kind of stuff. It was funny (laughs) because obviously they're right and the guy's wrong and Sooner Nation just completely barreled on on the dude. So it was.
1: was And, And obviously I guess he was listening. Yeah, This is why I don't listen, but I am listening. Uh, But anyway. Yeah, it was one of those things when he did it, I'm like, wait a minute, did he just blow a kiss? And you see the replay, and I'm like, he did blow a kiss. What What to
2: be worried about coming out of that game. Here's my list, okay? Still have not figured out how to... Run the ball in a dominant fashion. Right. They did run the ball for more yards than UCF did on Saturday. But I don't think anybody would say that was a uh, against as porous of a defense as, as UCF's rush defense has been. Mm-hmm. We expected bigger things than that. Uh, it, Gavin Sawchuk appeared to – well, he was – the poor guy was on the first possession was, I didn't know if he'd ever see the field again this year after that first possession of the game. But they did go back to him eventually, and in the fourth quarter it looked like maybe he started to find some rhythm there. Uh, some patience. He was he was really good in the fourth. Obviously had the touchdown run, which was hilarious because he gets down to the one-yard line, and you score? can see the score? wheels spinning. You can see him <laughs> thinking out loud. <laughs> looking back at the sideline what should i do hey and uh i think he did the right thing he he scored um but you know 189 yards they didn't have tawi they will have him at kansas assuming this week goes fine he was suspended for internal reasons that uh, we were told was a one-game suspension, so he will be back. But this is seven games now, so this is not a one-game, should-we-worry-about-this-or-not situation. I think it's legit. Now, they still have the number six or seven offense in America. They're still moving the ball and scoring points and things like that. But you, you would love for the run game to be better, so that's obviously a legit concern. Slight concern over the loss of L Anthony because it certainly appeared that the mechanism had uh, the, the passing game mechanism was gunked up a bit on Saturday. And I don't know how much of that is because Andrell wasn't out there or if it was just one of those days, you know. So hopefully they can find some rhythm and, and figure out how to move forward without him. I do think you got to give some credit to the UCF secondary. They're the number one pass defense in the conference. And I was impressed with them. I, I, I was curious about that, and I thought, well, maybe that's just because their run defense is so bad that nobody tries to throw the ball against them. But I think they're probably pretty legitimately good. Like, we haven't seen corners be able to stick on our wide receiver's all year the way UCF's corners did. And that includes Texas and Cincinnati. and They played Iowa State. They played some other pretty good defenses. UCF had some big athletic secondary guys who I was impressed with. They were really good. So I don't know how much of it is credit them and how much of it is they are going to really miss
1: Andrell. Yeah, that was one of those games where watching them, especially defensively, some throughout the game. I know they got Plumly Plumly back, and that helped quite a bit. But I was watching them, and and oh, who was the kid? The uh, Morris Brash kid was all over the place yeah. at times. Yeah. I was like, man, how are they winless in conference? Player. Man, they should have a conference win by now. So um, I thought they played really well in that side. They of played ball. great. Yeah, they
2: all had the flu, so it was like their Michael Jordan flu game on uh, Saturday. They all. There was all kinds of rumors flying oh, around. Right now, is uh, the OU player is going to get with the flu? Yeah, because right. we were lay- we were laying all over them on Saturday, so now <laughs> we're all going to have it. Um, it was, I mean, if you if you were in the stadium, which you weren't, you elected not to come to the game. But if you were in the stadium, <laughs> their injury tent like was constantly up and down. Guys just going in there puking and getting IVs and everything. Right, was, I assume that's what they were doing in there. I don't know. That's my story anyway. We'll talk about the kicking game coming up here in a bit. We've we got to go to a commercial. 721. Back after this.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best.
1: T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by High Tower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate Medication provided for free, and patients are compensated for their time. Several area locations, including uh, coming soon to uh, Ardmore, HighTowerClinical.com. Call or text for more information: four zero five eight three one fifty nine zero five.
2: Let's talk. Let's talk kicker. Okay. And then spend next segment uh, on the text line. Is that cool? So we can just yes, not break absolutely. the rhythm of what we're doing here. So Schmidt uh, missed. From 38 and 43 first quarter, and uh, I felt the wrath of Sooner Nation out there. <laughs> they were coming after me. My phone
1: started blowing up like it was my fault. I was like, I didn't bring it up. Toby's the one that brought it up. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um,
2: And then made from 25 to end the first half. So one for three. Nine for 13 now on the year. He's missed four of his last eight. So what do we do here, Teach? What what? Tell me, tell me how. Uh, what do we do here? Elzinga, by the way, got the call at punter. Was good. Had like a fifty-one yard average. Yeah. Pinned him inside the twenty several times. Did have the one touchback, which that's the first one we've had this year. But in general, I think you got to be thrilled with what he did, and I think he's probably got the job going forward. But back to place kicker. What do we do here? What do people want?
1: Well, they want him replaced, but I would like to think what the coaches see in practice and what they know, there's a reason why he hasn't been replaced yet. And Brent was pretty, you know, I mentioned this earlier, it seemed like after the game, from what you guys said, like they're sticking with him. So I don't know what you do going forward. Do you give someone else an opportunity and hope that you catch lightning in a bottle and it's like, okay, look what happened with El Uh, We weren't expecting that either, and it worked out. So I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, you could tell with those first two, it was in his head a little bit. Um, and I don't know if you force him out there and, and just hope that he works his way out of it is what they're hoping. So I get but a question for you. It wasn't good looking. I mean, even the one he made didn't look great.
2: So what does that mean? That's what my question is for you. So somebody was in my uh Twitter on uh, Saturday night bad about the kicker and he said uh he hasn't been kicking it well all year. How can you not see that? And see, I don't know what that means. Uh, honestly, I am I have in many regards the best seat in the house. But when I do field goal kicking, I probably have the worst seat in the house. I'm on top of the upper deck, okay? And I cannot even see, honestly, if it goes through or not because it's going sideways. I can see that looks like it went through or it didn't. We've talked about this before. But you really got to wait for the guys, on the refs under the goal to say good or not if you're that far away or you're just sure. guessing. right. So I can't – no, I cannot tell the spin of a football or whether it looks like it's kicked good or not. What does that mean, the 25-yarder didn't look like he kicked it good? What do you mean by that?
1: Uh, well, to me, it just it, – one, I thought I didn't think it was going through and it kind of curved in there. I don't know. There's just times that he's kicked it. For me, it kind of flutters around like a duck. It doesn't – like that boomer kid for um, – UCF was just drilling kicks and it just straight pretty. I don't know. He's got some movement on his football at times that it's just like, I don't know if he hits it weird. I don't know if it's just me looking more just because of the misses recently. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. He's not a pretty kicker. Yeah. It just, it's got ugly rotation to it at times. Even the ones he makes sometimes you're like, Ooh, okay. That one curved in. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a kicker, so someone that maybe have kicked, that maybe listening or something like that, help me explain that better. But it's just ugly to me. Yeah, it's just ugly to me. I know you
2: own the business, but call us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, he's nine for thirteen. He's missed four of his last eight. The Boomer kid, by the way, had missed three in a row going into Saturday. And he looked unbelievable, he looked unbelievable on, Saturday. on Saturday. That kid was that kid was he's, nailed. I think when you walk into Oklahoma and your last name's Boomer, you're like, I'm having a big day. <laughs> you have to, yes. Um. Yeah, Travis is like, he's made 38 of 38 extra points. Yeah, he's made, well, I mean, he hasn't missed an extra point in his career. So maybe just make him the all-time extra point guy. Um I don't have any way of knowing what these guys look like in practice. Uh now let me let me start here. I think regardless if you're making a change at kicker or not, you Brent has to support uh Schmidt in the post game. You can't well, show that's true. any that's You true. can't show any doubt in your kicker. It's already in his head obviously. So you got to support him. Now that doesn't mean if you go out in a practice this week, Gavin Freeman looks better. Marshall, Gavin Freeman, Gavin Marshall. Hey, I'm fine with Gavin Freeman kicking. He'd probably be great. (laughs) Feel like you have a little strong legs. Gavin Marshall is better in practice than absolutely. I mean, obviously, Zach Schmidt is kicking for a reason. Okay, there is zero chance that at practice, Gavin Marshall or my guy, Reddy Mustafaraj, who I have supported by the – I'm not in – I have no Zach Schmidt skin in the game, I don't know Zach at all. If I had any support of anybody, he'd be ready because I wore his shirt for his, his uh, thing to support him. So I, I have no Zach – I don't care who the kicker is. But there is zero chance they're at practice, and Gavin Marshall has been making everything. And Zach Schmidt's been shaky, and they go, you know what? It's Not that big of a deal. Let's just send the second-best kicker out there. So obviously Schmidt has been the better one in practice. But he, he is in a slump here, obviously. And if it's close, then I would be perfectly fine with them giving the other guy and see what he's got. I'm, he was highly thought of coming out of high school, as Zach was. And and maybe he's a gamer, like you said. Maybe when the lights come on, he's a gamer. So I would be fine with that. However, I don't know. Like I'm again, I'm I'm looking at the field goal stats in the Big Twelve. Your guy Boomers missed three. Texas has missed five. Tex missed four. TCU's guys missed six. Houston's guys missed four. OSU's guys missed four. Our guys miss four. Baylor guys miss three. I mean, that's like, it's kind of what kickers do. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you don't make every kick. But his four have come in the last three games. Uh Uh-huh. And so it feels like he can't make anything
1: right now and maybe he's not going to be able to get out of this. And I've seen all of his so I've seen all of his misses like Saturday night I'm sitting there in that Utah game I'm like look at this kid why don't we have a kicker like this? This kid's money. But yeah. if I went and looked at his stats, not watching every Utah game, maybe he's missed 3 or 4, you know, I don't know, but um and maybe you know, Marshall not being fully healthy Travis Texas that maybe that plays some into it and once he gets fully healthy, then maybe he is the guy and gets the opportunity. I don't know, but you're right in the fact that obviously it has what they're the point seeing where in they've got to be open to it. Yes, yes, they absolutely do have to be open to it. Yeah. I mean, Elzinga, you know, was uh, incredible on Saturday, probably helped win that game in some way. So um, given the opportunity, does Gavin Marshall do that? Maybe
2: Man. Can you imagine if, like, his first kick of the year is a game-winning field goal
1: attempt or something like that? <laughs> Bedlam is on the horizon in a, uh, two weeks, so U- maybe. maybe uh, Stillwater. Utah is 8 for 11 field goal kicking. Okay, so see, but, like, watching him the other night, I'm like, man, this yeah. kid's ice, you know?
2: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying about kickers is they're streaky. Like the, the Boomer kid, three straight misses coming into this game. And they weren't like long ones either. At least one or two of them weren't. And of a, a, a big time talking point in Orlando or UCF is we got we got kicker issues, right? And he comes in, he looked like a world beater on Saturday. Just draining them from forty eight, like, forty nine. Yeah, I was like, this kid'll right, be kicking
1: at the next level. Look at him. Good
2: from sixty. <laughs> got a cool name. But but the thing about not hitting it well is what I'm curious about, because that's different. Like, if he's kicking ducks up there and they're just... Uh, I can't see that from where I'm at. So um, I'm open to the idea if if Freeman or, or somebody else uh, looks as good or close to as good in practice and you want to just, you know, give... Zack a break and, and roll it, then obviously let's do that. Let's get a kicker out there that can make a kick. But
1: I do think it's also possible that Schmidt goes out and goes four for four next week. So this didn't come goes, from Teddy, but I could see it coming from Teddy. There's a 100% chance no coach has paid attention to kickers in practice since August. <laughs> now, I mean, they do have a special teams
2: coach. Right. You know, a really good special teams coach. So that's not true. We'll be back.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
2: I'm glad that guy's on our team. Tough little sucker right there.
1: He really was, is. Uh, he really is.
2: I had a moment on, It's. Um, I guess it would have been halftime. Hallway to and Isaac Stoops comes out of Bob's booth and into the hallway. And just for like half a second, I thought, wait, you know, what
1: What are you doing up here? (laughs) Like,
2: yeah, it didn't take long. Like half a second, I got Drake had a twin brother and uh, I was like, oh, you're the other one.
0: Then... <laughs> You're the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he
1: loves that. Say it out loud. Just uh, What do you got for me, teacher? Uh, Knippa Meyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Alan wants us to shut up and get to the real story from the weekend. And he sends us a picture of himself in his uh, Utah shirt and Utah hat, uh, holding up the number one finger. So. All right, so uh, uh, that Utah beat USC on uh, Saturday night. Uh, I can't believe how much I root against him <laughs> and Caleb, and how hmm. much I enjoy it. It's just that was so much fun watching it play out. And when he scored the when when Caleb scored the touchdown late, I'm like, Dad, gum it! They're gonna sneak away with this. And uh, to get the unsportsmanlike and help keep that drive alive for Utah and then the big run by their quarterback to set that up. And uh, there was one point where they didn't use the timeout and they let like 20 seconds run off the clock. And I'm like, you got three timeouts. What are you doing? And then they ended up needing that timeout to set up the kicker to put him in the middle of the field. So... um, He's taken, uh, Lincoln Riley is taking some heat now. Plaschke and all these uh, L.A. riders yeah. are like, hey, wait a minute. This guy was supposed to come in here and win championships. We think he might be a fraud. Don't so. make
2: us admit all the OU people were right.
1: <laughs> we don't want to
2: do that. We're sophisticated. Uh, Caleb. This is what caught my attention. I don't know if you saw this uh, video, audio or not. This was the post-game show from Saturday night good game for Bryson Parks. We are told that the USC uh, coaching staff and uh, administration down there has said that because of the uh, the type of game that was had here uh, and, and uh, the feeling on the field and locker room and all, uh, they don't want any players to appear on the post-game show tonight. Uh, so it'll just be the coach coming along. Uh, it's sad, but usually we would get a couple of senior leaders to come forward and and make a couple of statements for the team about this. But no players allowed. We're only going to get the coach tonight. And uh, that is the new regime here at USC, and that's the way things are going to be done. And uh, we uh, we take that and move
1: forward. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the
2: thing. You, you could tell how ticked off he is.
1: Yes, I mean, they all were. I mean, when he came out and said, uh, you don't get access to any of them. And yeah. look, Bob from Cement, people will will hammer us and others, you know, hey, why didn't you say certain things when coaches were here? Why didn't you, you dog them on this or that? That was something that Lincoln got dogged on by everybody, yeah. that how protective yeah. he was, the fact that he would hold players back certain games and not give access to the media, how he would keep things short for himself and kind of walk off. Um, he it, That was something that a lot of people called him out on and had to deal with in trying to do their job and cover games. And so that, that was something he got hammered on here. And now it's just, uh, it's happening there. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was fun. All
1: right. Well, text messages. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Knippelmeier Chevrolet text line. Good morning, gentlemen. I would like to say my wife and I will fight to change in the Walmart parking lot. Oh, to get change in the Walmart parking lot. So you're not alone. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me scroll. I up like here. this.
2: By the way, I like this tradition of fans giving me change
1: at football games. So let's continue this. Is that even legal? What, why No, no, it no. It seems like to me you'd be breaking NCAA rules. I, I think some things should apply to you as well. So, it's um, my nil. They're supporting my <laughs> nil, which is my family vacation fund. Uh, I'm gonna scroll up here see if I can find some stuff as you were talking uh, kickers here. See what people are saying. Uh, This is all caps Thank you
2: Brett Brett would like me to know I've got a little max headroom Going on this morning Yeah, thank, yeah you. thank you Appreciate
1: that OU has the QB But is supporting cast Around him That makes him A good QB Wait wait a minute There's a lot of All caps here And I think it's out of order again No? That's from it, a different day Is he yelling day. at you about something? I don't know It's all caps OU has the QB But it's a supporting cast Around him That makes him A good QB Okay I don't know what we said there. That was coming in about the time we were talking about the kickers. I
2: can't figure out if that person is supporting Dylan Gabriel
1: or uh, anti Dylan Gabriel. I can't either. So let's move on to the next one. Um, he His misses are 40 and in, in which a couple are 30 and in, where those could be, uh, well, those should be chip shots. The stats you're reading are deceiving because you don't know the distance of the misses from the other kickers. That's not apples to apples. So they're saying are these ones that you're you're mentioning were boomers, you know, 45 and beyond or 40 and beyond or were they chip shots that he was missing there? Do you have that information?
2: I could look it up if I wanted to give that much time to it. I'm trying to see what um what uh Schmidt's misses are here. Oh, that's not the right thing
1: to look at. Hmm. While you're looking there, this one, this texter says uh, regarding the kicker: the wind was crazy at the north end of the stadium. The wind was swirling with crazy crosswinds. The flags at each end of the stadium were waving in different directions. Okay. Um, we better fix our field goal inconsistencies before we go to stool water, or else we will hear he missed it, he missed it, he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I know the two misses from
2: Saturday. Let's start there. Uh, 38 and 43. And then I will have to look up what the the previous two were. They were not less than 30, I don't think, were they? This guy said they were less than 30. I don't think they were no, less cause than 30. No, because
1: the one at Texas I don't think was less than 30. I don't know that it was much further.
2: No, I think they were in the 30s maybe. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Keep reading text messages. I'm I'm on it. Uh I'm not this, trying to disprove anything. I just think maybe that was an inaccurate blame there.
1: This says it also helps the opponent's kicker when we never even try to block a kick. Kicking is so mental, but you know you can take your time and tee it up because we literally are just standing there. It drives me crazy watching them fall back and stand there about? and do anything.
2: <laughs> We've blocked two punts <laughs> this year, and and we got PJ Atabaro ray, ray dang it, who has almost blocked. 10 field goals this year. Or, you know, three or four anyway.
1: Um, our kicker has the most odd kick I've ever seen. It's squirrely. Zero confidence in him, despite what BV has said. So he's kind uh, of go- squirrely. He's, he's kind of going with I agree what, with you, but what does that mean? I don't know. Like, I've just noticed at certain times his rotation of the ball is just awkward to me. Like, even the, the one at Texas, blame it on the wind if you want to, but it just looked like this dead duck just kind of flopping weirdly. I don't know. I, I Just the rotation of his ball seems different than some other kickers when I watch it. So. Uh, hugs the goal po- post. Uh, he hugs the goal post and sometimes looks like a knuckleball. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm Kay. saying there. Just, that's a good description. Yeah. Uh, he either has the yips or plaster is sabotaging him with the hold. <laughs> okay, his
2: miss against Texas was forty five okay that was further up. than I, I thought it was. I thought it I look, was in the thirties,
1: but I'll okay. look up against Cincinnati uh that kick went through pretty much sideways and wobbling. It should be end over end, so yeah, that's kind of what we've been talking about um Dallas Bill says they need to play Adam Sandler's lonesome kicker for him. This uh, Gunny wants him to hold tryouts uh, for a kicker. The old on-campus uh, yeah. tryouts. Mo <laughs> well, Mike Leach he's moved not, there. Like,
2: he's, Okay, that's a little insulting, but go ahead. Uh, no, it wasn't Cincinnati. I thought the other miss was Cincinnati. Was it Iowa State?
1: Maybe it was Iowa State.
2: Go ahead, keep going.
1: Uh, guys thinking about Saturday's game, you've answered this, but maybe they just tuned in. Where was uh, Towie Walker? Was he injured? Was he, just, uh, was he just got touch of the flu, or was he under discipline?
2: a discipline he was suspended for one game for in-house reasons uh this person Uh, says miss against uh iowa state was 36 so 36 36 38 43 and 45 those are his misses
0: uh break we'll be back a true sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the krf app Join the Army, get the app, tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen.
1: T-Row in the morning show, Hightower Clinical brings you this hour. They bring uh, clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Want to find out the uh, areas they're working in? They can help you. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. You want to squeeze a, a call in here, or do you want to? Yeah, uh, quick. Okay,
2: we yeah. may have to answer this on the other side, Kent, But go ahead. What's your question today or statement? Hey guys, how you doing? Great. Hey, uh, I'm to the point now. After what we went through the last year and the last few years, kind of, I guess, really, last few years we were pretty successful. But I'm grateful for every win we get. I'm not going to micromanage or micro dissect oh, every win know. we get. You know, I mean. I don't know if we're talented enough to overcome
0: a lot of mistakes, but we've won a couple games this year. You know, Texas, we had some breaks with the
2: interceptions, but we also had a punt block for a touchdown, missed a field goal, and dropped a touchdown pass. So let's just enjoy it and ride the wave this year, and, you know, we'll get more talented in the next couple of years under Venables recruiting, and then, uh, then maybe we can be a little more picky about how good our wins are. Thanks, Kent. Appreciate it. Thanks. What was that? Was that the what? same Kent that has been what? calling this what? show? <laughs> positive
1: Kent? Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey,
0: love all it. y'all negative Nancys,
1: calm down. Listen to Kent.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll talk more about that on the other side. Back after this.